This is an IELTS Energy Podcast, episode 107, IELTS versus TOEFL speaking. Test day, dun, dun, dun. You are listening to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English. We believe in connection, not perfection. And we're here to show you how to get the score that you need on your next IELTS exam. Get started with our seven easy steps to a seven or higher at allearsenglish.com slash S-E-V-E-N. Now, let's get to the show. Today, our guest, Jamie Miller, is back for episode three in a three-part series. Jamie is the founder of English Success Academy and a TOEFL professional. She helps students achieve the target TOEFL scores they need with customized, smart study plans. Now, let's welcome Jamie back to the show. In today's IELTS Energy episode, we're going to explore the differences between the speaking exams of TOEFL and IELTS. What happens on test day? What are you going to do? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, IELTS Energy listeners. Welcome to part three of our TOEFL versus IELTS episodes. (laughs) I feel like it's this huge wrestling match or something. No. Um, it's actually, we have had some great conversations so far. So anyway, welcome back to Jamie Miller, our guest. Hi there. How are you doing? I'm good. Yeah. So again, guys, we are talking to Jamie Miller. She is the director of the English Success Academy that focuses on preparing students for TOEFL. And of course, um, if you have any questions about TOEFL, please go to her because Lindsay and I, we are IELTS people. Any questions about IELTS come to us. <laughs> yeah, and um, we'll find out in this episode, they're really different from each other. So yeah. Okay. Today, Oh my gosh. So we have a huge, a huge task ahead of us. We're talking about the differences in the speaking exams. Um, students should know, you probably know by now, that the biggest difference is just on IELTS, you are talking to a human person, um, such as myself, for example. You are talking to me, for example, and we are having a conversation. Um, it is still very structured, though, because it is uh, uh, academic exam. So what happens on IELTS? I'm just going to sum up before I open this up to Jamie to brainstorm some of the some of the differences. IELTS is um, split up into three parts. So we have speaking part one, which is very easy, personal questions like, um, what do you do in your leisure time? Where do you like to read books? Do you like to take naps? Like just easy stuff like that. And that's about four to five minutes. 
And then speaking part two, the candidate is given a topic card. The student has one minute to brainstorm and then must speak for one to two minutes. So that is a a speech, let's say, right? Because I'm not asking any more questions. The student just has to keep talking for one to two minutes. Um, and then part three, the questions are a little bit more difficult. IELTS says they are abstract, which I think is a little misleading. Um, they are still about very specific topics but just larger than yourself, right? They're not personal anymore. They're asking about society and the world at large. So more high level, requiring more high level language. So the language that you're giving me changes over the test, right? From informal to formal. And then part three lasts for four to five minutes. The whole test is from 11 to 14 minutes said and done. That's it. Okay. So Jamie, what what do you think? What do you think about that? Is it is it is it super different than TOEFL? Uh yeah, it definitely has a different format. So I think maybe the first obvious difference like you said is that students are continuing to sit at the computer mm-hmm. when they're taking TOEFL IBT. So they're talking with a headset or like headphones on and then there's a microphone attached to that. So okay. when when it's time to speak, the microphone turns on automatically. It's controlled by the computer. So you don't click any buttons to activate or start recording. It just happens. It's kind of like getting onto a roller coaster and you just sit down <laughs> and then you go and you just, you know. Oh my you gosh. Yeah. I, so I would be so nervous if I yeah, were to do this because I'd be scared of like technical problems. Also, like I would be thinking about every possible thing that could go wrong if I like. Yeah. Sat well, down it can to happen. It. Yeah. It can happen. And I mean, one of the things is that this is part of how they keep the cost of the TOEFL IBT lower than IELTS, right? So I mean, yeah. I think we were talking about that before. It might be maybe on average, depending on which country you're in, maybe about 50 or $60 cheaper. to take the TOEFL Mm -hmm. test. So part of how they do that is that you're recording your audio responses and then somebody listens to them later. So, yeah. Um, But for sure, the format of it is different. So it sounds like you've got three parts. Mm -hmm. There are six parts on TOEFL. Oh, wow. uh, And it starts with personal questions as well. So, Uh uh, yeah, they ask you a question like um, something like, uh, what are the advantages of living in a city? And then you give a response and you talk about that. So rather than having a conversation, it's more like in the speaking part two of IELTS where the student has to continue talking for that whole period of time. Is there like a timer on the screen that the student keeps track of? Okay. Yeah. So they can see how much time has passed. And then when that's over, it goes on to the next question. So the first two questions are these kinds of opinion tasks where they can talk about anything. This is stressful to me. Yeah. (laughs) No, well, yeah, and a lot of people say that, but honestly, with practice, people get yeah. a lot better, you know. And so it can be, I mean, it is it is stressful. Yeah, it is. But um what the thing is that a lot of people who want to, you know, go to university or work in like science or something, they may have to give presentations in the future. True, uh, and I know yeah. people who have had to go and like defend their research in front of a group of very aggressive 
scientists who don't yeah. like them. I mean, that that's more stressful than this, you know? So, I mean, the reality yeah. is that life is stressful. And, you know, some, pe- <laughs> some people who are taking TOEFL IBT want to be nurses or, you know, uh-huh. pharmacists or physical therapists. And I mean, these are people who are in the medical profession and like with a nurse, like they're in the emergency room. Like they, they see blood. Sure. People can die there, you know? <laughs> I mean, I, I think that's, that's always what I tell my students. It can be way more stressful in your real job if you make a mistake. And, you know, yeah. it's not just tests that are stressful. So that's that's, that's what I teach my students to remember is that the exam is not, I mean, it is stressful, yeah, but it's only as stressful as you allow it to be. And if you change your perspective on that, you can really go in with a lot of confidence and just own it. And that's, yeah. that's what I help my students do is just go in and own the speaking section. So we do beat it we up do, and kick yeah. it, kick it while it's down. <laughs> yeah, totally. No, we... Yeah. We do a lot about confidence and um, lessening anxiety. We talk a lot about that on our podcast and in our in our course. We have a whole module that about lessons for um, fighting the panic and how to remain calm on test day and um, anti anxiety techniques. We have like a whole separate module for that because I feel like beyond you know English level and testing strategies, this is this is the major obstacle that, that students are overcoming is the the confidence factor. Absolutely, um, and yeah. Which is why, interestingly, I mean, you and I developed our programs completely separately from each other. But yeah, mine has got that, too, because I think we both recognized, (laughs) yeah, you have to have something to help with the confidence. It's a major yeah. factor. Absolutely. And I tell, and of course, speaking is going to be the scariest part for a lot of students, right? Um, yeah. And I tell my students also, like, listen, it's, it's 11 to 14 minutes. That's it. Like the, of your whole life, 11 <laughs> to 14 minutes. Like this is so short. You can do anything for 11 to 14 minutes. Like you can sound like the most confident, bubbly native speaker in the world. Like just pretend, just go in there and act like you are the most confident person in the world. Right. And awesome. just don't be yeah. embarrassed. Yeah. Just yeah. go for it. Like use some idioms, the intonation, the emotion, like make a joke. Just, yeah, just go in there and like use your personality as much as you can. Cause that's one thing on IELTS that I'm sure is different than TOEFL because when you're face to face with someone, it is more, uh, it, it is more subjective, you know, well, because yes, this person- yes and no. Well, you yeah. mean because of the face, facial yeah, expressions because and body I language. feel like yeah. if I'm interviewing a candidate on IELTS and they are relaxed and confident and they're smiling and respectful and they're, you know, they're a person I want to talk to. Like I am enjoying mm-hmm. this mm-hmm. test. Mm-hmm. Then I am like more likely to sort of maybe nudge up their score a little bit, especially in like the pronunciation category. That's easy to do. I'd be like, oh, no. Yeah, I understood you the whole time. Here's a seven. And <laughs> well, yeah, so, yeah. But I think there are a lot of things that students can do at TOEFL IBT also to sure. give that same kind of confidence. Um, because yeah. a lot comes through people's voices. And yeah. that's the thing to remember. I mean, like, for example, like you've got a podcast, like our students are listening to you right now. But the yeah. thing is that if you just talked like this and you said, yeah, teaching for IELTS is really exciting and I love it so much. <laughs> Seriously, no, no, really, it's my favorite thing. Every yeah. day I love to, you know, we can hear how you don't care. Like we can hear how you're yeah. bored, you know. So the thing is that a person's voice can transmit so many different emotions and confidence and all of this energy that can make you likable. Uh-huh, and totally. there are a lot of factors. It's true that body language and facial expressions 
are lost at the TOEFL exam. But interestingly, one of the recommendations that I make for my students is to continue using body language. Oh, I imagine totally. Because I'll bet, no, right now, I mean, Jessica, neither you nor I can see each other right now, but I, my hands are moving as I'm talking. I know. Yeah. Are yours? Totally. When I do. Yeah. So you don't stop using body language just because you can't see the other person. It's still there. And in fact, if you continue using it, you're more natural and authentic. So, I mean, honestly, I, I don't know that. I mean, yeah, it's it's lost because they can't see you, but they can hear it. You can really hear it in somebody's voice. And it's going to give the student themselves more confidence, which means they'll do better. Absolutely. Today, we're talking about the differences between the TOEFL and the IELTS. But if the IELTS exam is in your future and you don't want to prepare alone, try our Three Keys IELTS success system. Go to IELTS.AllEarsEnglish.com, watch the video on the homepage, and get into the trial. Your first three days are just a dollar. See you at IELTS.AllEarsEnglish.com. So, okay. So let's get back to the test structure. So oh, there right, are six yeah. parts, right? And part yeah, one okay. is like easy sort of personal stuff. And then, right. so and the then first two are the personal topics where you okay. talk about your opinion. Um, and it sounds also like it might be some of these societal questions like they ask in the third part of IELTS. Oh, some of those questions okay. could be similar where you can talk about bigger opinions. Um, oh, in the third task, you transfer into, you transfer, you go into looking at a campus style. So they're uh-huh. make you you're at a pretend imaginary university and you're reading what? an announcement about some well yeah because it's for university <laughs> students so you know things change at universities like there are cost yeah. differences and stuff like that so okay. uh, there's like an announcement about something new happening at the university uh-huh. and then there's a dialogue where two students are typically arguing about it one of them thinks oh, it's a really bad idea again it's a debate it's a debate you know and other people don't agree with it. So, so this is task, a listening thing. The students yeah, are listening I mean, to this. Well, there's some reading because you have to read the announcement and then you have oh, to listen I see. to okay. the dialogue. And then when you give the response, you're summarizing your understanding of the announcement and mm-hmm. what's happening. What's this change? And then you talk about what the student thinks, the main speaker, what they are- think. Are the changes always like sort of drier changes, like like yeah, tuition and textbook yeah, stuff? Yeah, they're or, not. Or t- I mean, it's, it's like standard. Yeah, it's predictable. Thing. Well, I mean, it's pretty predictable stuff. You know, it's not okay. like uh, you know, last week someone you know like I don't know spray painted the the sports right. complex and like put. <laughs> put a put a cow on top of the building yeah i mean it's nothing like crazy like that it's oh pretty, darn okay pretty normal stuff yeah not like what you see in the movies for the ridiculous colleges yeah like so, animal um, house no it's it's okay. standard stuff i mean it's pretty predictable you know there's okay. some change and so then in the next uh fourth task mm-hmm. you again you've got a short reading passage where you're looking at a new concept and they purposefully pick something that students probably don't know about because again when you go to university or you're doing a master's or something you're going to learn in English so they're course, testing yeah. the student's ability to read a pretty short paragraph that mm-hmm. defines a concept tells okay. us about a concept and then after that they listen to a professor give examples of that concept. So there's this explanation that they listen to. You can take notes. You should. I always take notes on that part. And then during the speaking time, you're explaining what's that concept. 
So what does that in, mean? And then what are the examples? So in the third and fourth task, it's not um, asking students to give their opinion on these things, but it's asking them to summarize no, what they just read. No and opinion. Heard. No opinion. Uh, yeah. Task okay. three and task four and six do not include any opinion whatsoever. So oh, wow. one okay. and two have opinion. And then task five also has a little bit of opinion. But task five is different because in this one, two students are talking and one of them has some problem. Like, for example, uh, her computer just broke and mm -hmm. finals are coming and she needs to write this essay. But and there are all of these problems. And okay. then the question is really, what should she do? See that like that sounds enjoyable to me. That sounds like I it think might they're be fun. One of the I actually like those tasks. ones. Yeah, no, it is. It's good. Yeah, you know, yeah. You, like you get to be creative and come up yeah, with your totally. own, you know, solution and stuff. Yeah, um, I think that like that that sounds good. That sounds fun to prepare for, and you could approach it uh, more or less easily, right? There are fewer strategies, fewer steps, and something like that. Um, but these integrated tasks where it's listening comprehension, it's reading comprehensions, like you really have to have your note-taking skills, your strategies for summarizing. Like you, you really have to have these um, academic skills in place in order to it's approach true. the speaking exam. Yeah, well, well I would yeah, imagine. and you've got to be. Yeah, I mean, you have to be ready for it. But that's why I don't recommend just going to the exam. You know, and there oh, are gosh, students <laughs> who come to us at English Success Academy, and they've, you know, they they took the exam, but they never studied for it, and then they got a really low score, and they say like, oh, what am I going to do? How am I going to pass it? And I say, well, the reality is that you just told us your history. You really didn't do anything strategic to study for the exam. So it doesn't mean that you can't get better. Like you can yeah, get better, but course. you just need to follow a good strategy that is yeah. going to move you in the right direction, you know, because mm -hmm. just taking the exam, eh, I mean... No, I've you seen know, even yeah, native speakers do that and they don't get the highest scores because it can be they tough, don't know yeah. what the exam wants. They don't know yeah. how to hit those high scores. Yeah, I mean, so, it took it took me about three and a half years to, of yeah. teaching TOEFL full time to really understand how to guide students to get exactly, the advanced exactly. scores. Same yeah. with me and IELTS, for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. And one of our one of the features of our course on the um, IELTS.Allears English, we have a course there, the three keys to success, um, three keys IELTS. One of our features is we have developed a study plan, a 30-day study plan and a 60-day study plan that every day, five to six days a week, tells students exactly what they have to do to not only develop their testing skills, but also their overall English ability. Because you need this balance. You need this preparation overall, which is not easy. You need to put in the work, you know almost every day to improve your overall English ability and develop these testing skills and strategies to to be able to approach that side with confidence. So, mm -hmm. yeah, I'm sure with your site, you're doing the same thing with the English Success Academy. You're advising students, listen, testing strategies are not enough, guys. Like, you also need a high level of English. These are English proficiency exams. They're not just, it's not just a math test. You can't just memorize answers and go in and, you know, just No, in fact, in. I mean, memorizing answers, like, because the, there are a lot of strategy videos on YouTube for TOEFL IBT speaking. Yeah. And when students watch those and memorize the phrases that are in there right. and go to the exam. I can tell you right now, their maximum score 
will be 23 or 24. They're not going to get higher than that because mm-hmm. it doesn't prove that they can actually talk about something. Exactly. It only proves that they've memorized something. Exactly. And like, yeah, so yeah. I could go on about it forever. I know we're going <laughs> overtime. Can okay. I just really quickly just say the yeah. last task? That's it. So oh, sure, the, yeah. sixth, the sixth task uh, is another academic one. And on this one, it's just a conversation. Well, it's not a conversation. It's a dialogue. Oh, that's the same thing. It's a lecture. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. It's a lecture from a professor and they're talking about, again, a new concept. So mm-hmm. um, something that you're probably more familiar with, like they'll give a definition of two types of money, you know, and there could be two definitions of money and they'll give examples okay. or um, maybe like in animals, they could have competition between the animals who are living in the same area mm-hmm. and they'll talk about two types of competition amongst these animals. So then when you're explaining, you just basically summarize what you listen to. So okay. that's right. the speaking section. And then after that, you're free and you can go back to, <laughs> go back how to your long life. Does all that yeah. take? Um, with, yeah, with the preparation and the time between the questions and stuff, it's about 20 minutes. Oh, okay. So that's not too much longer. No, I thought it's with not that much many longer. more tasks, it would be it's, a lot it's longer only, than that. Yeah, it's only five and a half minutes of actual speaking. Oh, interesting. And okay. then there's, again, so, uh, about I, like four minutes of prep. Right. Oh, well, it sounds like IELTS actually requires more speaking then on the part yeah, of the maybe, candidate yeah. because TOEFL has all of these other things they're required to do. Right. Instead of just speaking. Oh, interesting. Okay. Um, awesome. Thank you so much, Jamie, for giving us all of this information about the TOEFL speaking test. It was great. I learned about IELTS too. It was awesome. (laughs) (laughs) And listeners, if you have any questions about anything we talked about, please drop Lindsay an email at All Ears English. And you can also find Jamie at English Success Academy. Um, And please let us know if you have any questions because pretty soon, guys, we are going to arrange another opportunity to talk to Jamie about what exactly these grades mean because I have no idea and I want to understand (laughs) TOEFL grading and how it relates to IELTS grading and what that means for you guys and your preparation. So get in touch with us, listeners. And again, Jamie, thank you so much for coming on and enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English. And if you want to get tips from Lindsay and Jessica every week on how to get a seven on your next IELTS exam, be sure to subscribe to our podcast on your computer or on your smartphone. Thanks again and see you soon.